Welcome back, everybody. It's good to see you. Come on inside. The sun has been shining all day, so it's nice and warm here inside the cafe. We've got the beer flowing, and everybody's hanging around having a good time. Come on in and find something to drink. Have a seat and hang out with us for another hour here on the Musician's Cafe. My name is Brian Dick, and I'm here with my co-host, a man towards the end of the show, is going to do a half-hour dissertation on what leap year means and how it began. My man, the leaping year, Ryan Copenhaver. How are you feeling, brother? I'm awesome. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm good, man. I'm good. I'm good. Did you have a good weekend, all that kind of stuff? I did, yes, but I didn't do any research on <laughs> yeah. leap year. So. Oh, wait a minute. I gave you that homework before we left last week, man. My dissertation might be on something else. Oh, wow. 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 Well, I, you know, I'm going to let you do the introduction because you put this together, man. So right. why don't you let everybody know of these awesome, cool people sitting around the table? Fantastic. Well, we are honored and yes. thrilled to have Navarium join us this yeah. evening. So I really appreciate you guys being more than willing to help us out this evening. Yeah, we got and we Lisa. look forward to talking to you guys. Yeah, we got Lisa. Hey, how's it going? We got Dean on the other end of the table having a Miller yes, Light. Appreciate you having us. And the guy with the perfect name, Brian, he's sitting over here hey. to my left. Hanging. Hey, Brian. Hey, brother. <laughs> he grew up in the coolest car ever, everybody, too. I'm telling you, it's an awesome car. Oh, I'm not going to tell everybody who it is because that's just a private thing, but it's a great car. So, anyway, help. glad you guys made it here. Thank you so much for hanging out with us. And we're going to talk all about Navarium here in just a minute. But in the meantime, I got to get to this menu and let everybody know what's going on around the neighborhood so they can get out and see some cool stuff. Coming up first, the Talent Hood Theater, where we always start. Uh, tomorrow night is Creed Fisher. Um, I'm not sure of that one. Has anybody heard of that one before, Ryan? Have you? Mm-hmm. I have neither. not. Yeah, I, didn't, I should have did some homework. I didn't. But uh, but I'm sure if it's at Tally Ho, it's good. Um, Friday night is a 70s party with super, pardon me, Superfly Disco. So that should be a lot of fun. I know a lot of folks out there love 70s. And then on Saturday night is Pat McGee and Friends. So Tally Ho is always busy. Hollywood Casino on Friday night has flogging Molly. That's pretty cool. You guys know that, don't you? Yeah, right? Yeah. I saw your eyes come open on that one. (laughs) Flogging Molly's been around for a long time. Sort of a punk feel band. I don't know how you describe it, Dean. Is that fair? Like like a Celtic. Yeah. 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 There you go. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. But it should be a lot of fun. And they've been doing this thing for a long time. So you know when they hit the stage, they're going to be pros for sure. Uh, Bear Chase Brewery on Friday night. Take it back Thursday night. Boy, Bear Chase, man. They're blowing they it up. Busy, busy, yeah. busy. It's nice to see. Yeah. Bear Chase on Thursday night has Tommy Boucher and Rich Rigel, past uh, guest here. Rich is always a great guy, uh, former songwriter and now a performer, which is really cool. I'm sure he's still writing the songs, too, but he's performing. Uh, Friday night is Jason Massey. On Saturday is Fork in the Road and Bethany Gates with the late end of that. And on Sunday is Melissa Quinn Fox. Um and you know, I um, I think Selena Camp or C- is it Celia Campbell? C- is it Celia? Oh my gosh, I think it is. But she was on American Idol. I think mm. her first night was I the other night right. on Sunday night, and she plays a very lot too. So that's kind of cool. Uh, Box Office Brewery, man, this is cool too. I'd like to make it out. I'm going to try to. But Mark and Lawrence are going to be there. Guys from Shag are going to be at Box Office Brewery on Friday night. And then on Saturday is the Sidemen Band. And I'm not familiar with them, but uh, I'm sure they're probably from the Valley there somewhere. But it sounds like a lot of fun. And Box Office is a great place. Troubadour Lounge and Park has nothing scheduled until the St. Patty's Day weekend, which, by the way, is one of the greatest holidays ever. Um, but they are going to have on the 16th, 28 Speedway. And apparently this is a big deal. I hadn't heard of that that before, Ryan. Yeah, me neither. But, uh, but apparently it's a pretty good get for them, so that's uh, that's going to be cool, and we can uh, sort of party the whole weekend there with your green beer 
uh, on the 16th. On cue Sports Bar, one of the up-and-comings around here. On the 23rd, which is Friday night, they've got Brennan Edwards, our buddy Brennan, out there getting it done. He's going to be there Friday. And then on Saturday is Shotgun Shiver, uh, which is kind of cool. Piccadilly Public House, Friday night. Mel and Jimmy are going to be there. Blackjack, that's a lot of fun. They're good people and have been on the show with us. They're supporters of the show, so we appreciate them. They're going to be there on Friday. And then on Saturday night is Acoustic Soul. Uh, so Piccadilly's has always got a cool uh, thing going on out there on the porch. Even in cold weather, it's nice and warm out there. So it's kind of nice. Backseat Barn Grill has got a Musician's Cafe weekend. Just kidding. It's not really that. But both of these have been on the cafe. And Friday night is Trainwreck. And we got to play music in their basement, which was cool, man. I played a drum set with no cymbals. It was really interesting. I'm telling you. <laughs> <laughs> it was fun anyway. And then uh, on Saturday night is Sons of Liberty. And uh, I know they've been out pushing hard. They've got some new music out and uh, working hard. So make sure you go out this weekend. And check out some local music at Backseat. West Oaks Farm Market has got somebody this weekend, Ryan. They've got, on the 23rd Friday night, they've got Scott Sanford and the Wichita Falls Band. So it looks like West Oaks is starting to shake the rust off in the winter and put some people in there. I know they'll have their Friday nights, I think, coming up the end of uh, February. I th- uh, February, listen to me, March, I think. Somewhere around the beginning of April, I think they start doing their Friday nights again, which is kind of cool. Blue Fox Bar and Grill. And you guys know that place. They didn't have anything listed except, listen to this, March the 30th is Jimmy's Chicken Shack. Mm. Yep. I've heard of them. <laughs> wow. That's really cool. You know, yeah. Dropping Anchor was a big song for them. Um, and they have the opening band, Finding Dimes. Um, Jimmy's Chicken Shack is kind of funny. I was in a band one time, and a guy, we, we used to practice up in Middletown at the, you know where they have the um, historical building now for for uh, the, what's the plantation in Middletown? I can't think of it. Belgrave. Bellstroke. Belgrove. Yeah, there you go, Belgrove. Um, they, you know that building you have there? Well, that used to, we used to rehearse in that building. Oh, wow. And the, the store down the road from it at the time was called Jimmy's Meat Market. And I swear to you, we're driving up there one night, and the guy goes, we need to name our band that, Jimmy's Meat Market. And I ride with him. I'm going, I'm going, shit, man, that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard of. We're not going to name our band Jimmy's Meat Market. And literally within a year, you hear of Jimmy's Chicken Shack. Yep. So I'm, I'm a complete dummy. Uh, but kind of a fun story. Anyway, so Bright Box Theater on Friday night has the Davison Brothers with Chad Laughlin, another friend of the show. Chad Laughlin in Blue Ridge Rain, although I'm not sure the whole band's going to be there. I think it's just going to be Chad. And then on Saturday night is going to be the 90s Dance Party at Bright Box. A couple others we need to touch on. Jimmy Lee is going to be busy this weekend. On Friday night, he's going to be at Ale Station. And then on Saturday night, he's going to be at the Half Note at the George Washington, which is cool. Barker and Schuster, man, Ted reached out to me, wanted to remind everybody on the 23rd, they're going to be at P2, which is Friday night, and then on the 24th, they're going to be at Twisted, pardon me, Twisted Oak Farm Brewery, and I believe that's down near Percival in that area. Uh, they're going to be there on Saturday night, so that'll be a lot of fun. And then Petty Thieves that were just with us, we're glad to hear from them. They're going to be at the Old 690 Brewery on Saturday night, so make sure you mark that and go out and see the Petty Thieves, man. Uh, John and him are a lot of fun. We Good enjoyed dudes, having, yeah. yeah, we enjoyed having him on the show for sure. So that's all I got, Ryan. Did I miss anything? Well, you know what I'm going to ask for <laughs> the trivia <laughs> question that I, that I can never that. answer. I do have that trivia question, man. You know, and it's a lot of fun. Let me take a sip of my bourbon here. I got a lot of words. <laughs> okay, um, so the trivia question is a lot of fun. The and this one's pretty damn hard. Um, so the Voyager one and two were launched in 1977 to explore deep space. Do you guys remember that? Most everybody at the table was probably close. Lisa, you're probably not, but I was 10. I don't know how old you were, Brian. Were you in that area? 77? Yeah. Five. 
Yeah, okay, so yeah, so yeah. You're, you're negative 10. <laughs> <laughs> well, in 77, believe it or not, they launched these, these uh, probes to, to go out into deep space, and they're still working. Now, can you imagine? I, that struck me as funny. They're still out there, still sending back data. But on them, they loaded what they thought would be contain the sights and sounds of culture of life here on Earth. There was one single rock and roll song that was included on that load of stuff they put on the Voyagers. I just need to know what song it was and who did it. Oh, I, <laughs> I didn't know there'd be a test. <laughs> <laughs> Dean, you got to come prepared, man. You know what? <laughs> Well, you can take a guess if you want to, and then at the end of the show, we'll talk about it some more. But it's kind of a hard, that's a damn hard question, because there's a lot of things it could be. Yeah. You know, and they wanted to make sure it was American. I'll give that little hint, because everybody is going to go, oh, it's probably Beatles. No, it's not Beatles. That's literally what I was going to say. It's not Beatles, Beatles, no, because it's. I think they wanted to try to say more groove to American, um, American music. So uh, it's an American artist, but it is the only rock and roll song that was included on the music that they sent out on the Voyagers. Yeah. I know what I would send, what, but what would it be? Just run. Yeah, that'd be fun. What would you say? I think they're I think they sent some Black Sabbath out there. That's a good guess. That's a good I'm guess. I'm trying to think of what would yeah. be relevant. Yeah, I don't and... know. If I had to pick it would you know it, it would be a rush song. I, it just would be. But I don't know you don't know who else would pick, but anyway. Yeah. But we'll come back to that. You got a guess, Ryan? Go with that you one. got that mug on you you know, you get kind of that I'm thinking <laughs> the like mug crazy right. the mug shot here. <laughs> Yeah, no. no um, nothing? You got nothing? As always, it's got a marinade, and then I'll take a terrible <laughs> guess at the end. Well, we'll come back at the end of it, man, and make sure that the, make sure we get think? to it. Oh, Dean's got a guess? Oh, no, the hamster. The hamster's on the wheel. Purple Haze. I'm trying to figure that out. Oh, that's, that's, that's a, a really good, good guess from, from Jimi Hendrix. That's, that a, that's a very, very good guess, but uh, but yeah, but yeah. that's not that one either, so oh. I'll slip, slip that back in here for later. All right. So we got Brian, we got Dean, we got Lisa, and they are in a varium. And, man, you guys... <clears throat> First of all, I want to compliment you on your your presentation online. I mean, you guys, it looks great. The pictures of you guys and the the, you know, the the YouTube videos that you have on your oh my god, great! Who built that for you? Uh, well, it depends on so the YouTube I'm gonna get you to come up website, just a little bit closer on your mic. There you go. The, the YouTube or the website? Yeah, or? yeah. Well, no, just your page, your 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 homepage. Uh, so the website was done by our uh, former guitar player. Oh wow, it's so fabulous! He's, he, yeah, he's he's had that for. I mean, we need to update that, but um, that's been around for quite a while. Yeah, we, we want to make sure that it had kind of an aesthetic, right? Fit the band. It wasn't just a generic, you know, copy and paste kind, right. of, kind right. of site. But that's all purposeful. It looks great, and then at the end, it, it, you kind of get a vibe from it that you guys have lots of plans for the future. There's been some changes. You had a little bit of a downtime during COVID, but you came back, and now you got big things. What's it like to be part of the Varium right now? Give me a feel of what it's like and what you guys are working on, how big of smiles you're getting every week, and that kind of thing. Exhilarating. That's awesome. Good, Brian. I like that. That's a good word. Yeah. <laughs> That's a word. <laughs> You've been waiting for that, haven't you? <laughs> You've been waiting to use it. He's in the honeymoon phase. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Oh, man. Depends on the day. Yeah, it really does. I think that's probably true for anyone in the music business. Yeah. yeah. Um, it yeah. depends on the day. It's but most of the time, we've got a lot of really cool stuff coming up. So most of the time, it's positive, right? Right? Yeah. <laughs> it's it sounds, a- that's a word, too. Yeah, positive. positive. Yeah. yeah, it's not as good as exhilarating. It's not but... as good as exhilarating. <laughs> so a fresh new year with lots of cool plans, probably right? Right. Is that fair. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Very good. That's cool. Good. Awesome. How 
kind of stepping back a little bit, how did you guys form together? I know Brian's relatively new, it sounds like, but how did you guys get together? When did it all start? Or how did it all start? That's you, buddy. I, I knew that was coming. <laughs> <laughs> He's the OG, so, yeah, you know. Yeah, so, it. So we've been around for 10 years. Um, and it started with uh, the drummer, who happened to be my brother. So he and I started writing songs. Uh, we're from Southern Virginia, uh, and our parents are from up here. So um, the easiest thing we could think of, because you always want to try to get in a band with like-minded people, right? Like, personality-wise... Uh, and at the time, and still now, we thought it'd be better to find the right people as opposed to the best guitar player out there, the best bass player, the best drummer. It wasn't about that. It was about people that we could get along with and uh, and gel with. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we thought, okay, the best thing that we could do to, to let people know that we knew what we were doing or, or could write was to kind of get together and record some demos so we would have something to give to other people. Um. So that's where it started, but then um, we, we kind of did a little social media surfing and, uh, and found this, uh, this other OG over here, Lisa. <laughs> <laughs> um, but she was singing for a different band. Um, so I thought, well, how do I, how do I steal her without hurting some feelings? Sure. Or even, you know, would she even be interested in, in doing anything? But that's what the, the recordings were for. Um, so my brother and I had a set, like, this is the sound we want. This is the kind of stuff we want to do. We had a direction. We at least had that foundation to then give it to somebody else and say, what can you add to this? How can you help us make this our thing? Not just me and his thing, but how can we have a band? Because everybody wants to be in a band. Everybody wants to form a band. And everybody who, you know, picked up a guitar the last five minutes goes, oh, I'm going to form a band, and but there's really no general direction or how right. to go about it. Yeah. So it had to be somebody that we knew could not only front a band, but sounded great and had a plan. Um, so I sent stuff to Lisa, and uh, when she responded back, I'll let her tell that story, but um, it's, it's a little bit of doing. Really? Did yeah, it really? A little bit. Yeah. Over some time. I said no at first. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah. It was just too much. Like I was already doing another project and I was, you know, working and all this. It was too much. And then that project, like I say, like it kind of like sunk in, right? Like I kept being like, God, that would be really cool. And the project I was doing, I really wasn't that happy doing it. Um, Brian was familiar with that project back in the day. Um <laughs> which we'll leave nameless for now. <laughs> um, <clears throat> but after I finally quit that project, I sent him a message and I was like, hey, remember me? Remember when you <laughs> asked me if, about this? Like, would it be cool if like I tried to... I think the first thing we did was you came to my house and we... I recorded something over one of the songs, right? Yeah, it took about two years. Did it really? It was a two-year time span of just mm. <clears throat> yeah. messaging back and forth and... Um, yeah, I mean, I just wore you down. <laughs> but hey, I'm glad you did. Persi yeah. Persistence. Yeah, yeah. persistence pays. Right. That's cool. Yeah. And then we picked up my boy. Yeah. We our, yeah. Well, that was well, there we go. Yeah. So there's a lot that happened in between. I was, yeah, there was a, there was a there was lot. A there was a lot of between. Big span in there. Yeah. I can't think of, like, 
we had we were doing really well. We had a a lot of stuff going on. I'm trying to think now because we how did we end up with Carrie? Oh Where yeah, that's a that's from? a whole other story. But that's so much happened between what we just talked about and getting Carrie, and then getting Carrie and <laughs> a lot of I mean, it's ten years it. of yeah, stuff. That's good. Yeah, I guess we, I'm trying to paraphrase for we, time's <laughs> sake. We could probably take a. A year to tell you. Or. So what year were you at when, when they're reaching out to you and you're, you're getting back to them? What year are we talking about? I think point? you reached out to me in maybe 2012 or 13. Yeah, 2012. Yeah. And we, like, I didn't officially come in and start doing stuff until 2015. Okay. Okay. Um, so nine years ago, roughly then. Yeah. In a while. Yeah. Yep. And then uh, we had a really good run, really strong run until about 20, I don't know. 18? 18, yeah. Yeah, we yeah. we opened up for Puddle of Mud in front of oh, 2,500 yeah. people. Wow, nice, yeah. That was wild. And then, uh, then that was it. Oh, yeah. For a long time. Oh, yeah, so like, what was it, a week after that? Um, I had to have major abdominal surgery. Oh, wow. So I was like, hey, we're going to have to cancel a lot of stuff. Like, it's kind of hard to... To scream when you have yeah. holes in your stomach. <laughs> yeah, they don't uh, don't recommend that. I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, um, and then there was just a, a lot of stuff, and then COVID just knocked the wind out of everybody. Uh, yes. So yeah, that that really did it. But we got, I mean, there's been a bunch of different changes too, m- yeah. member changes, and we got um, we got a bass player around that time, and we had a different guitar player, and it's just been. It's been a crazy nine, ten years. Gotcha. Yeah. So don't even know where to begin with the rest of that stuff. But there's your there's your foundation origin story yes. right there. Gotcha. gotcha. So Lisa, Stoller. I'm sorry. <laughs> Lisa, do you remember what you auditioned to when you first got with these guys? Yeah, it was mm-hmm. um it's on our first album. The song is called Remains. And I if I recall correctly, you sent me the song and you were just like, do whatever, right? And I'm going to come up and we're going to record it and we'll kind of see what happens. Like, you know, I mean, I guess that's the best way to find a good fit for something. Right. Um, and I guess they liked it. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that was, still here. Was that Omni? Is it, I hope I'm saying this right. Omicron? Is that, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that was mm-hmm. the first 2016 then, right? 2016. Gotcha. That we okay. recorded it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. All right. Yeah. That we released that finally, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. It took a while. Yeah. As it always gotcha. does. Well, here's my go-to for every interview that I do. We start going back and looking at how it all started for you guys. So I'm going to take everybody back, and I hope you guys don't mind or mind Brian and Dean, but I'm going to go with Lisa first because ladies go first. Sure, absolutely. So of course. with you, you know, I know Brian's from Ohio and, and, and Dean's from Southern Virginia. Where do you hail from? And tell me how it started with you, you know, singing and the whole the whole thing. Um, I'm from... The Winchester area. Are you really? Okay, good. Yeah, and my whole singing upbringing was my dad. Really? My dad is a huge Beatles fan, plays guitar, so he would play Beatles songs on his acoustic guitar, and I would sing with him. And I remember he used to tell me, because I think one of the hardest things about being a vocalist sometimes is really finding your power, right? Like finding, you're really finding your own voice, right? And I remember he used to have me, like, face a wall and sing so that I couldn't see him. I wouldn't be looking at anybody. I'm just 
it's just that. Right? Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. Um, and that, man, I was little. I had to have been maybe five wow. or six. Wow. Yeah. So that's that's really, you know. And then I think you know, progressively, I got from like classic rock. I got into punk. I got into like. Um, I don't, I can't remember what came after punk, but then I got into metal and then, you know, it kind of just opened up from there. So my brother was a big influence on that too. What a great exercise to, to face the wall and sing. I mean, obviously that, you know, you have to have the feel of the music. You can't watch his hands or his gestures or anything to cue you as to when to sing, I guess that kind of thing. Right. Yeah. And he was, uh, he, what he was getting at was, um, so that I would have like power behind it. Okay. Say, yeah. Sing as loud as you can. Okay. You know, gotcha. with, because when you're, you know, I would feel like, oh, people are looking at me like I'm going to be quiet. Like, <laughs> I, you know, you don't want to just go for it, right. I guess. Right. So he would have me look at the wall so that I didn't have that feeling of like, yeah. you know, yeah. to kind of shut everything out. Right. And just have it just be what I want to do, you know? And as you got older, did you sing like in school or did, yeah. did you have any, you, know, you did. I so did. you sang other things and sort of trained your voice that way too, right? Yeah. Yeah, I guess. Um, I mean, I was in choir and stuff in school. Yeah. I don't really have any like professional. Just. Yeah. For a while, I, when I lived in Baltimore, I lived in Baltimore for a little while and I, I had um, lessons with Steve Whiteman. Oh, good. Yeah. I yeah. knew he was doing that for a while. Yeah. 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 And he, he was so awesome. He was so great. And I remember I had, and that was actually right before I joined Novarium. And I remember him saying to me one day, he was like, why did you come here? And I thought that that was like the biggest yes. like compliment ever. He Absolutely. was like, why, why are you doing this? Because you, you don't it. need me. <laughs> and I was like, what? That's awesome. Yeah, That's a that great was the thing. Coolest. Wow. Yeah, he's a really nice guy. He, he really, sure is, and, really. and that sort of blessing from him means something because he yes. wouldn't say that unless he meant it. No, right? You know? Yeah, wow. and he and that was probably like four or five lessons in that he just wow. stopped playing and was like, "Why are you? Why?" I'd have drove home with a smile on my face. Oh, I did. <laughs> I mean, yeah. shit, that was sure. uh, I don't even know how many yeah, years I ago. Would've, I would have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I still think about it. All of the singing to the wall paid off. Yeah, thanks, Dad. <laughs> So who were some of your influences growing up, Lisa? Um, growing up, it would have been... Or even to this day? It's yeah. Cool. I think the like the initial would be the Beatles, for sure, right? Because that's what I sang growing up, probably well into uh, middle school. And then I probably... I think I got really into Aerosmith, which that's, that's you know, singing along with Steven Tyler is difficult you know so it was right. always a challenge that's a that's one thing that i've always done is i've looked for <laughs> bands that have vocalists that are challenging to um recreate right yeah. or to follow so even if i don't necessarily listen to those musicians because i enjoy their music right. um i will still seek out like really difficult songs just to like try to you know try to make myself better. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, yeah. So. Very cool. Yeah. Very very awesome. cool. I don't know where to start, but you know Brian's been quiet. I'm just gonna say Brian has been quiet. I'm the quiet and, boy. And, 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 yeah. He is. Yeah, brother. <laughs> so we're gonna get you talking a little bit. I know you came and hailed from Ohio. Uh, are you a Buckeyes fan? 
somewhat. Not, not too much. Not too much more. Okay. Gotcha. <laughs> but tell me about how it started for you. I know you've, you've moved around a little bit, but, you know, when you were young, how did it all start and, and, and some of the influences? My father had an old Stella guitar that nice. I thought was the coolest thing ever, had nylon strings on it, and Dad wasn't really a musician, but he knew how to play Day Tripper. Oh, nice. He taught me how to play that, and That's I thought, man, riff. this is this is kind of fun. Yeah. Um, moved on from there, got a nice acoustic, and just kind of started into the music lessons. I had an uncle that came around, played acoustic, and some good old Crosby, Stills, Nash & Young, and Bob yeah. Dylan and stuff, and I thought, man, I have to do this. <laughs> nice. I really have to do this, and progressed into electric guitar, took lessons, and that's got hooked. Very cool. Totally hooked on it. <laughs> and still are, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. That's definitely. what I figured. Do you remember your first band? Uh, yeah, Winchester area, uh, Unfinished Business, a blues band. Oh, I remember that yeah. band, actually. Late, late 90s, bit. early yeah, 2000s. Yeah, I remember that a little bit, sure. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. A lot yeah. of fun. Got a good education on blues that I really did not even know about and played played a big variety of things. Right. Pretty fun. Does it still influence your playing today at all? or does it? I, I think it always comes back. It always yeah. does, does it really? Yeah. 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 That stuff still comes out. <laughs> Do you have any faves, any people that you admire? You know? M- Musician-wise? Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, totally. Randy Rhodes. I got, uh, hooked, I got hooked on that at 15. So did I. Still love that. Yes. You know, never, never will lose the love for that. Um, Zach Wilde. Dimebag. <sighs> yeah. So ma- yeah. There, there's just so many players. I, I couldn't even. I agree. I don't even know where to go with all this. <laughs> I would agree. I would agree. Yeah. The the I'm glad you went Randy Rhodes because, um, you know he's definitely recognized. I don't want to make anybody think he isn't. He isn't. He is very recognized, but sometimes maybe not as quickly as he should be. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that you know the sound he had, especially with that Ozzy, was in me amazing. That, oh yeah. How many times have you cranked that flying high again guitar <laughs> solo and rolled your windows down and yep. just you know praised to the gods that it was you know that it was loud enough because it's so great, right? Oh yeah, God. definitely. Wow, very very <laughs> cool, man. Dean, man, how about you, brother? What, how did it all start for you? <clears throat> you know, we, we caught a little glimpse with your brother, right? Yeah, yeah. So that I mean that's interesting anyway because he ended up being the drummer. Yeah, like and the Van Halen brothers or it, something. Something like that. <laughs> well, actually, almost like that. Almost like that, and uh, the Abbott brothers. Yeah, um, yeah. There you go. Yeah. He wanted to play guitar, and I wanted to play drums. Um, wow. So <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I actually started on drums. I was five, and uh, every year the parents would give me like a toy drum set. You know, one of the ones that you could break easily. <laughs> so I'd just take yeah. duct, duct tape and yep. you know fix it and whatever worked. And I would play along to whatever albums they had. So I grew up on CCR and the Doobie Brothers and mm. jazz like Herbie Hancock, things like that. Fleetwood Mac, all, all the greats. Um, but Dad was a musician. He played keyboard. And right. he was in Motown bands. He didn't think that drums, were, for me, was a good enough instrument because you can't, you know, and say what you will, and I'm sure this is going to be controversial, but <laughs> his, this is him, he said, you can't write a song on drums. Yeah, right. You know, I want you to have an instrument that you can actually, you know, write a melody, write a tune, write something, you know, write it around something instead of being more accompaniment. Sure. But I didn't want that. I just wanted to hit things. <laughs> um, so yeah, I asked for years. You know, like, give me a drum set. No, every every year. I think I was ten, and we had uh, a neighbor that was outside um, playing guitar, and uh, and he was a bit older. 
And I was just getting into 80s metal. Gotcha. Like, mm. Just big. I, I just never, you know, I was listening to all the other stuff. I hadn't given it any chance. Um, so I remember I, I went over and he was like a trained monkey. I'd be like, play Dokken. Yeah. <laughs> play, some, play some George. And he would play whatever I mentioned. And I went home and I was like, Dad, I, th- I think I want a guitar. <laughs> and he's like, really? I said, yeah, I think so. Do you think you would actually, you know, you'd actually play it? I'm like, yeah. And he goes, you remember the acoustic guitar I gave you a couple of years ago that you threw down the stairs? <laughs> <laughs> and Oops. I had completely forgotten. He gave me an, um, an acoustic guitar, a Yamaha, and it just went sailing. I wasn't even thinking about it. <laughs> but, you know, after that conversation, he picked the phone right up and ordered it, you know, back then you had the Sears catalog. Oh, those were wonderful. Oh, I, I looked at those <laughs> oh, all the Christmas time. Christmas time especially. And Dean yes, guitars. Man. Dean guitars yeah, were yeah. in mm-hmm. the Sears catalog. Yeah. yeah. So he ordered me, not a Dean, I wish he did, <laughs> but he ordered me a, kind of a cheapo, you know, Sears electric guitar and it had like a built-in speaker. Oh, man. Yeah, I remember those. Oh, so, so cool back in the At the, the time, it was great. Yeah, yeah. So... That's what he ordered me, and it started from there. And uh, I think the first song I learned was Hell's Bells, <laughs> a little ACDC. Yeah, man. Right on. Until Dad tuned the guitar, <laughs> and then I had to relearn it. Cause <laughs> <laughs> but to fast forward, so um, I started my first band at 12, which, I mean, you, you sound terrible. You're tw- you know, a bunch of 12-year-old kids. Yeah. But you think you sound awesome. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Um, and years later, I remember I'd moved out of the house. I walked in the door one day. I had heard some music coming from the house. And I walk in, and in my parents' living room was this drum set set up and my brother playing the drums. I'm like, where did you get those? And he's like, oh, these? Yeah, uh, dad got these for me. <laughs> wow. <laughs> right. Yeah. What that's just per- happened? That's the perks of being the youngest. <laughs> what happened? Yeah, he just we just wore him down and yeah. So yeah, well, he had his guitar player at that point. So it's, yeah. he already he had it. He wanted you know he's got his Partridge family. He's got his drummer, <laughs> guitar player. He sings. So he right. couldn't have got Bob a guitar because then you all would have been playing the same instrument. Yeah, but you know he still wants to play guitar. Who Bob? Bob? Yeah. Oh, I didn't Whoa. know that. Yeah. Oh wow, it worked out. Yeah. Do, you, do you still have that guitar, Dean? No, no. I, I don't remember what happened to that guy. I might have you sold did, that. Did guitar. you throw that one down the stairs too? Yeah. No. So I don't. I don't want to make this a long story, but I ended up leaving the guitar for a little bit and, and doing saxophone. Oh, nice. Okay, in, yeah. In middle school. Yeah, man. Cool. Like, yeah. So Dawkin, Huey Lewis in the news, I guess. Mm, I don't yeah. know. Clarence Clemens, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah got it. And then uh, I walked into a music store one day, and I was always big into Jackson guitars. I looked on the wall and I was like, that, I want that. Yep. And my dad was like, well, I'm not buying it for you. And I was like, no, that's cool. I got the saxophone out in the car. I can just bring that in. <laughs> and that's exactly what happened. I traded my saxophone for the Charvel mm-hmm. off the wall and that Did was it. Did you really? How that's cool sweet. was that? That was it. What a great story. Yeah. Right on. And I had wow. that up until a couple of years ago. Wow. So going back to like writing songs, I, I'm always, I'm always just very curious like how that concept happens like is it a melody does it start with that is it something that you write a couple lyrics something that comes to you overnight and and this can be for anybody but i always love to get into how that process works for you guys because everybody is different in their style yeah for sure 
I see you both looking at me. <laughs> usually <laughs> starts with up, you. So you're up to bat. Yep. <laughs> it usually starts here. <laughs> it is. So it's a, <clears throat> I don't know. I, I, for whatever reason, it sounds weird, but I'll be in the shower and I might write an entire song in my head. You know, you get the melody, you know, something, and you're always kind of ripping something else off in the beginning, right? You've heard something and you're like, oh, that's kind of a cool <laughs> idea. I can't rip it off completely, but what can I do that kind of sounds like that? Uh, and then you just make it your own. So it'll start with the melody. Then I'm like, oh, I can hear, a, you know, like a drum beat with that. And um, pretty soon, you know, an idea will come together. Uh, and we have our own studios at home. So for me, there's been times where I've gotten out of the shower and, you know, told my wife, hey, by the way, I'll be back. Just mm-hmm. give me half an hour and I'll run downstairs and I'll just record it real quick because I'll forget it. Oh, yeah. Understood. You yeah. do. Yeah. Or yeah. Yeah. you have yeah, the yeah. iPhone and you're kind of humming into the iPhone. I've got a ton of stuff on my phone that I knew I was going to forget if I didn't, you know, hum along to it or play something. Right. And that's usually how that starts. Um, and so for me, I'll take an idea, I'll send it to somebody else and say, does this sound like Novarium? If it doesn't sound like Novarium, there's no point in yeah. even having it. It's got to sound like us, original, something unique. Right. Um, and maybe we'll get into this later, but our style of music is probably better suited to a European audience. Okay. And so it's got to kind of have that tinge to it. Understood. Um, so yeah, understood. It, we just have it. We, after 10 years, you get a sound and you know whether or not it's you. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. So. You are very generous in saying, I'll be back in a half hour. I usually <laughs> say five minutes, and I'm gone a half hour. <laughs> usually it's half an hour, and I'm gone three. So. Right. And Nadine, you touched on something there. It's definitely part of what I wanted to talk about a good bit tonight. Your sound. Um, Navarium, you guys, for folks that have never heard of them, you guys have been doing this. You're, you're pretty professional. I mean, the reviews that I'm reading about you guys are on a national level. These are These are national or even international reviews that have been done on your music. So you guys are reaching out there. You know, we're glad you're here, but you guys are reaching out a long ways. It's been described as a combination or blend of doom and progressive and symphonic. Is that fair? Do you guys agree with that? That's yeah. sort of like one of the reviews went. And that's, I read that review before I actually listened to some of the music that you had. I a hundred percent get that. And, and where I'm going to with this though is, for those of us who don't know enough about your genre of music, um, wh- how did the exposure start? And where did you guys key in to go, this is what I want to do. This is my stuff. Like, I love classic rock. and You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. How did that work out for you guys? And I don't care who starts. It doesn't matter. Anybody can answer. But how did the sound that you're now putting in the barren, where did that start from? Uh, it was a combination of, of me and um, our former guitar player. Okay. At the time, we were the only ones that had studios, so we were the only ones that could really get our influences out there. And we would put... He was very into, you know, German, industrial metal, things sure. like that. And I was into everything from 80s metal to classic rock to thrash to, you know, classical. Okay. Um, so it was kind of a melting pot of things and we would put it out to everybody else and say, what are your, I think we actually had a conversation with everybody, a group conversation and said, what are your influences? Mm -hmm. What do you most want to, uh, replicate? Not 
steal from or whatever, but what, what are the influences that we want to show in this music? And I think, like for me, George Lynch is my biggest guitar okay. inspiration, but sure. I don't write anything like George Lynch. Okay. Um, I don't write anything like Metallica, which is, you know, was one of my big um, influences growing up. Motley Crue, that sort of thing. Like, mm-hmm. we're very, we all love 80s metal. Mm-hmm. Um, and that will come through every so often. Uh, but we had to have something that just sounded like s- something that uh, wasn't a, a ripoff of everything that we always wanted to hear. Understood, so we, yeah. We kind of got it out to everybody and said, what are our influences? What do we want to sound like? What do we want to model the sound after? And kind of put all those pieces of the puzzle together. Right. right. Wow. And Lisa, for you, I mean, was that sort of the same for you? How did you, I know you got into punk and you kind of stopped there, but what drew you to this? Well, I mean, I, I continued well on into like metal, right? And then I think I agree because like the, like I was saying, the bands that I have like my strongest influences, right? Like Pantera is one of my favorite bands, right? Okay. System of a Down. Um, I don't do anything vocally like either of those bands. Sure. Um, So it is kind of weird that it kind of ended up that way. But I mean, it's hard for me to explain like how our sound kind of developed this way. Because I think it goes back to what Dean said in the beginning of you just find the right people. And it was easy. It was, you know, they when I came in officially, they had a lot of music without vocals and they just sent it to me and they were like, you know, do whatever you want, do whatever you want, bring it to practice. We'll see what happens, whatever. And it was well received. And I think, you know, I don't want to speak for you, but you guys have always been really supportive of what I've added to things and been pretty happy with it. So, um, I don't know. Yeah, I'm sorry. I, I, I understand what you're feeling. Yeah, it's all right. It's all right. <laughs> we'll keep you. It's all right if you like great vocals and stuff. <laughs> and Brian, for you, I mean, is it you've played all kinds of stuff? I know you and yeah. I talked about, but do you have? A, a, do you gather something from playing this music that you don't get from anything else? It's it's heavy. It's it's dark. Um, right. It, it, and it, and it's kind of like we were talking about the different style, the different influences, the different styles. When you cross, you bring something in just little bit by little bit. You kind of start to branch out right. a little bit, discover new things, uh, new territory to be had, I guess per se. Sure. New ideas. Yeah. Some things that maybe are harder to right. to reach without crossing the different styles. Right. I've, I've had some snippets, like, you know, you were talking about German, you know, uh, uh, music, industrial metal, I guess is what you had mentioned. You know, I've been exposed to things like Meshuggah, okay? Um, and, 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 you know, I listen to it going, I marvel at the musicianship of that music. Now, is it something that I listen to a lot? No, it's not. But I recognize, first of all, that I'm a drummer and the drum patterns are insane. It's like it's like the most ridiculous beats per minute on a double bass kit that you can imagine or whatever, you know what I and, it, and so it's very interesting, but at the same time, it also is extremely like weighty. It's heavy. And it's like, wow. Um, 
And so that's that, that's I think that's the reason why I feel like I'm not exposed enough to it. Like because when I listen to you guys today, what I got from it was you had that, but then you kind of brought in this little thing that kind of made it go, okay, that's smoother. That not lighter, but just like a little cooler. Does that make us? Does that make sense? Yeah, Is that we the right word? we mm-hmm. actually say that um, all the time, and I think that's something that really works to our benefit. Is that we are heavy enough to be put on a bill with really heavy bands. Yes. But we are not so heavy that we can't be put on a bill with more like rock, rock type. Rock, right. Yeah. Um, dang. What was that band that we were just. Pop the mud. What? No, not them. Um, random. Yeah. That was random. <laughs> like, how did we end up on that? Um, well, actually, that's a good that's a good example. Like more radio friendly rock, right? Right. right yeah. So we can be put kind of in both spots because we're like kind of in the middle. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which is cool, I think, and that gives us a different sound, but it also kind of sets us apart in both like genres. Yeah. So, yeah. but that I think that has been something that's helped us a lot to get as far as we have. Yeah. And I think having the originality and, and like like you had touched on a little bit, it's, you know, your influences are this and then you come up with this idea and you lay it down and you listen to it again. And it's like, oh, maybe that's really not the direction I wanted to go right. with this. It right. sounds a little too much like this. And you, it, that might actually spawn a new idea to where you come up with something that is more original um, and not necessarily covers. Right. It's yeah. Kind of right. Hard, hard to describe. but Yeah. Well, if you guys don't mind, I think it'd be a good place right now to give everybody sort of a little feel of what you guys do. Um, so I'm going to play a couple of, of, of snippets of songs that you have. Um, I ran them by you guys before we started. So, you know, folks out there, I just happened to sort of choose these two and make sure they were okay with the band members. Um, the first one I'm going to play is The Phoenix, and that's your most recent video that you released. Is that right? Mm-hmm. It is. And, and uh, it can be found anywhere. You can find it on YouTube, on your website, whatever it may be. Uh, is there anything about that song we could lead up with that you guys would want to say about it? Was it something you wrote, Dean, or how does that work? Uh, <clears throat> yeah, I think I wrote the majority of it, um, obviously, except for the lyrics. But that was written years ago, and we used to do it live. We never recorded it. And um, I'm sure we'll get to this in a minute. But we, we had a different singer for a year or two. Right. Um. And that, you know, obviously things don't work out and there are no hard feelings, but Lisa re-entered the picture and we thought, what better way to reintroduce Lisa into the fold again and reintroduce her and us back out into the, you know, to the world after COVID right? kind of knocked everybody down than to have one of our hardest hitting songs where Lisa's doing growling and singing, you know, showing a, an entire vocal range. Yes, yes. Um, the heaviness with the melody and then reintroduce that back out into the world. So we went up to Long Island, New York to do the video for that um, with a director named Tom Flynn. And Tom's done videos for Buck Cherry, Lamb of God, um, All all That Remains, mm-hmm. Kill Switch Engage, yeah. Body Count, um, Too Many to Name. Right. Um, he knew what he was doing. He knew what he was doing. Right, yeah. And we filmed it in the same location that Lamb of God did. Ditch? Ditch. I want to say. 
mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. which we didn't know until we got there. And we got one of the actors um, from that video in our video, too. So that it's was a great video. Neat. It's a really great video, for sure. It was pretty neat. Well, if you guys don't mind, we're going to play a little snippet of that. I'm going to step aside on a couple of the mics here and, and I'm stepping outside of my comfort zone. Let's give it a shot. Let's see if we can make this thing work. It might be a little loud. Let's back down a little bit. Here we go, folks. Lisa, talk about some range there. Wow, that's fantastic. I love the sound of that. That is really a great, great, great song. And it's exactly like Dean said. It sort of shows off your range. Fabulous. Ryan, what do you think, man? I know that's up your alley. Yeah, that, that is up my alley. That sounded fantastic. Oh, my. You guys are amazing. Thank you. Who, who does the like the screaming part of that? Is that you as well? It's, it is usually all me. In this recording, um, our bass player is behind me. So we re- we recorded this uh, about three weeks after I had a baby. Ooh, wow. So You needed to scream a little bit, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but also, I was a little concerned about, like, screaming my organs out or something. <laughs> yeah, so right, yeah. I was like, let's have a little backup. But usually, um, so in every, any of our other recordings, it's just, any any screaming is usually just me. But in this one, we did put Carrie in there, too, to, like, support me a little bit. Of course. How did... How does that work, like the screaming part? Because I, I know some of the music I listen to, like it's it's kind of sporadic, but like that was, but it just it feels like you're just killing your voice when you do something like. Is there a special there is. way that you do that? Yes, okay. there is. Like there's a there's a I can only think of the way Melissa Cross uh, defines it. <laughs> she calls it the dump. Okay, the dump. Yep, okay, you're okay. just pushing down. In the diaphragm, <laughs> like you're taking okay, a yes, poop, I guess. Yeah, there you so, go. Okay. Um, Self-explanatory. Yeah. Yeah. Really? Um, but by doing that, you have so much... Here you go. I love it. That was a great face, Dean. I loved it. What'd you do? I missed it. He's kind of like... Really? Yeah, very inquisitive looking. Yeah. You know. Um, it's cool. I'm picturing it. Go ahead. It's almost like a reverse falsetto or something. I don't it know. Is. It is. really crazy. It is. Yeah. 
Yeah, like, yeah, actually, you're right, right? So the falsetto is higher up in your head, like your head voice, chest voice, and it's all the way down, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, but also you use the support of, I think people... Um, and I, myself included, when I first was learning to scream, you think I have you have to scream, right? It's all the, it's all in here, and you're gonna s- be as loud as possible, right? But it's really not end of it. I would imagine it's not that loud without a microphone, right? right? So you learn to kind of like use the support of the microphone for the um, amplification. Uh, yeah, bigger. so it's more about the like technique of it than it is like amp like screaming loud amplification mm-hmm. right. does that make sense yeah now Absolutely. that you know are you going to try this later as soon as you guys leave Brian <laughs> I'm going to be sitting here just this going Rawr. I'm, I'm going to need some more of these but the, I'll give it a shot <laughs> in the bathroom <laughs> in the bathroom is that what you said doing the dump the dump the process dump, yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah honey can you let the dog out yes <laughs> 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 yeah, man, no doubt about it. Awesome. The the music though, and and Lisa, I mean, I commented on your your vocals first, and they were amazing. But the music to me is it's 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 so it's melodic. It's really melodic. Like it, you know what I mean? It'll crunch you, but it's melodic. If that makes any sense, and mm-hmm. I really like that. That's a great feel. Holy smokes, man! You can hear like the industrial sound coming Kudos through that. To you guys, man, as well. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah, there's a there's a lot of just so many influences and there's a bunch of stuff in that that we didn't play the first time around so there's there's such a thing as just kind of letting things kind of incubate a little bit because that song was around for so long that i don't think we would have put you know there's a guitar line in there that probably wouldn't be there if we had recorded it years ago and so it's kind of a blessing that we waited a few years to do it right it kind of marinated a little bit i gotcha Um, but that's a fabulous cut wow thank you wow 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 I just wanted to go back real quick, if I could, because you guys, you mentioned shooting this video up in Long Island. For one, I'm curious what, how much of a thrill that was, but two, like, did you guys have input into the video, creative, creativity-wise? Like, if you could talk about that a little bit, please. Yeah, I wish Carrie were here, because Carrie was the one that came up with it, but um, to, to kind of talk for him a little bit, since he's not here. Yeah, we miss you, Carrie. Um, <laughs> yeah, buddy, come on. Let's do this. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I think his his whole idea was, uh, you know, obviously we have dark imagery. So something we haven't talked about yet is the way we look, which kind of lends itself to some of the gigs we've been asked to play and some of the wild stories from gigs we've played. Nice. Um, but he he kind of came up with the idea that you know we're we're in purgatory. Um, and Lisa's kind of the beacon in purgatory. So these two actors, if, you know, since this is all audio, there's a male and female, um, they're two actors in this video and they're being kind of led almost to each other, um, in purgatory, just kind of wandering. And, uh, one of them, you know, is being held down by chains. He's weighed down by his chains. The other can't see, she's got her eyes sewn shut. And you could look at that one of two ways. One way is to go, it's just creepy and it's weird and it's not my thing. Um, but we didn't come up with it that way. It, it was Everything was symbolic. It mm-hmm. wasn't like, let's yeah. just shock people. Um, it was all designed. We're pretty, we're focused on marketing 
a lot and just kind of having the complete package. So many bands forget about that. Sure. We wanted to make sure we had a cohesive look and sound and all that stuff. So everything is purposeful. So them being um, drawn to each other, they're also drawn to us. If you watch the video, we're in the woods, yeah, which was actually in somebody's backyard in Long Island. <laughs> um, and they're in the woods trying to find the sound, our sound. Um, and towards the end, they they find the sound and they kind of find a sense of purpose. But Lisa is the one guiding them to that because... You know, without that, they'd still be wandering. But now they feel like they have a sense of purpose at yeah. the end. Um, and so it's actually more triumphant yes. at, at the end than just saying, you're in purgatory and you're lost forever and there's a darkness out there. And, yeah. you know, there is that, but there's a light at the end of the tunnel and here's that light at the end of the video and yeah. it's all going to be okay. I'm, I'm about as smart as a turnip a lot of times, but that's exactly what the video said to me like i didn't see anything creepy i saw the sort of the uh the the victory of it you know what i mean yeah. Yeah, that's what i saw out of it and so i think it comes off perfect and it's very well done man it's very professional looking so you know congratulations on that it cost a lot so hopefully <laughs> <laughs> and it was very very cold that wasn't really oh, oh wow. that was december Ooh. in log island oh Ooh. wow yeah i guarantee it was standing cold. outside for several that. hours oh wow it was and i mean at least i had a coat on jeez that some, one of the <laughs> actors the the female actor that we had um was just in like a light dress with mm-hmm. I was Ooh, like crawling around in the leaves yeah. in the cold. Wow. I mean, they were amazing. Those two actors were so good. Though. Wow, it so comes good. off great. It sure does. I've got my juices flowing, man. I'd I'd like to have another snippet of song. Do you guys mind doing that? You got Go it. The one that we picked, we talked about, is Virus. It's a little older um, than the you know the release of the Phoenix. But um, is there anything about that particular song that you know is fun to talk about, or anything to set it up with? That was not. Written by me. Okay. And my favorite songs tend to not be written by me <laughs> that we play. Um, so that's probably why. But it's just it's just a straight-ahead, heavy rock song. Forget about any of the lyrics or any of the other stuff. But it's just so... I tend to write some complicated stuff just to entertain myself. But yeah. this, because it wasn't written by me, is just... It's pretty simple. And it's straightforward right um this was when we had uh, a different singer for a couple years the only time really we ever met uh we knew her before we had toured we went up to i think we played salem massachusetts years ago and she was in another band that we were playing with and so we wanted to kind of do an ep and try to get back out there and then covid hit and so that video and that song, we did an EP, but that video was the only time that we ever met with her to, to do anything. What, what, do we want to do another pick, Lisa? No, because no, we can that's pick fine. A, I, I mean, we can just quickly get one of yours. Oh, no. I, it, it's something we I, still play. I didn't play realize it. that. I yeah, did not realize that. Yeah, we still play it live and everything. Are you sure? No, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I didn't realize that you weren't the vocal on, on this particular one. So, you know, my pardon for that. I didn't mean to mean to upset that but i'm gonna let it rip if it's okay with you yeah, guys go for it. she, she does it exactly like you you hear it. yeah okay cool because it's a it's got a great vocal to it everybody here it is we're gonna check it out this is novarium and virus
Man, I'm telling you, metalheads, if you're not out buying that thing, you're crazy, Ryan. What, what do that you think about that? Awesome beat. Very Holy nice. crap. Yeah. Man, what a great sound that, that song has. I love that. Love oh, it. Is that a fun one for you to sing, Lisa? It is, yeah. I would think it would be. It's kind of a, yeah, I don't know why I feel that way, but I can see you enjoying singing that song for yeah. some reason. No, I like I enjoy everything. Well, that, yeah, I, I'm sure To be you honest, do. Yeah, like, I really yeah. do. Like, I think that's one of the biggest things that brought me back. You know, yeah. after my hiatus, I was like, I have not gotten the same, like, enjoyment out of anything else I've done than this. And I think that's what I said to you when I was like, hey, hi, remember me? <laughs> well, we, kept in, we kept in touch. Yeah. I mean, there was yeah, yeah. no animosity. Yeah. yeah. There's definitely an adrenaline rush with this, this music. I feel it. Don't you, Ryan? I mean, oh my, yeah. it, it, there's angst in our lives, and a lot of times, I, it takes me to play something heavy, yeah, to sort of you know to get my out. Yeah, yeah, sort of get myself back in the middle. You know what I mean? Get that dumb um, mode. And going. this, yeah, I mean, this is exactly, <laughs> yeah, exactly right. I'm going to work on that. But I mean, I, hopefully, you guys, and I, I'm sure your fans probably tell you the same thing. But you guys, it, it that sort of groove it has a groove, and the sort of the weightiness of it, man, that that that. That you can just get down the road with that. That's awesome. Oh my! Who who writes like the majority of the riffs and like the melodies? Is that you, Dean? Is it a collaboration? Probably. I mean, it used to it used to be me. Yeah. yeah. Up until uh, Brian joined, um, that song was written by our former guitar player, and a couple things have been written by other people, but the majority came from me. Did you write the? Um like the vocal melodies and stuff in this one? No. Okay. No. Okay. So to clarify, though, this was a song that Lisa sang with us prior to this being recorded. So she, yeah. she okay. had sung the song, but not to these lyrics. Understood. Okay. Um, and then when she rejoined, uh, I don't think any of us remembered what the original lyrics were. So <laughs> Not even me. <laughs> That's why we do it. Not even oh, me. I don't remember at all. But Brian's been writing a lot mm -hmm. in terms of influences. Uh, we just wrote a couple things here recently where um, I had written something to, I don't know, some part. And I said, I, 
it's just a filler part. I can't think of anything else. And Brian took it and like within a couple of days said, here you go. This, it, here, here's something back. And I can definitely tell the influences there. So you, I mean, and I'm not going to name the influences because I want people to form their own opinions. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, your shirt's pretty indicative of where I'm going with this, <laughs> right? Yeah. And we try to incorporate some of that in there. Right. Um, you know. And that was, that was part of my biggest fear, too, was trying not to spit out something that would, you know, point towards a, a certain genre or anything in particular. And it's like, eh, when you mix it in with everything else. It's, it's, it's just I a, think it's cool, though. Like it, it, I pass it off to you guys. It's different. Like, it's, it's adding yeah. another layer to it because we all I think we've talked about it too we all have different significantly different influences yeah yeah it was crazy to hit record on the stuff and pass it off to you guys I'm just saying they're going oh my god <laughs> what are they gonna say try again just tell me it's fine <laughs> yeah oh it's, well, it's almost like a blind date or you know I hope I hope they like it mm-hmm. yeah I hope they like me <laughs> do you kind of like do you kind of know when you when you hear it or or play it for the first time, that's like, yeah, this is gonna work. The an idea or a yeah. song, yeah, either one. Sometimes, I mean, it, you know, I, it, for me, I have the capability of putting together. You know, I've got a bass at home; I can record that. Some scratch tracks. If it sounds good put together, just in in my studio before I pass it off. That's kind of the real litmus test. You know, is it going to sound any good? First of all, I'm hard on anything that I write, and I'm sure you guys are too. But that it's got to pass that litmus test. Okay, I actually like this enough to be able to send it to somebody else. I think it's going to be even better once I give it to Brian right. or right. Lisa or Carrie. It's going to mean something more when we all, you know, get that back. Right. Every band says the same stuff, I'm sure, but um, we have a really high threshold for what we'll consider gotcha gotta talk to you a minute real quick about your about fans your fans fans of goth music is that fair goth i sure. want to be sure they're very loyal right i mean these folks that like this music they're loyal to that sound and sort of they they dig deeper to find bands that are doing that similar sound i think we all do it in our own genres but i i, I know people that like this heavier music and boy that's just there like do you feel that coming back from the fans that are listening to you i'm sure you do you would do this but you know what i'm getting at brian or uh, do you i mean uh, brian uh, sorry about that <laughs> do you dean you know what i mean is it the fans reactions to your music is what i'm getting at tell me a little bit about that and sort of what what you gain from that or what you feel from that when you're playing live it, it runs the gamut. I mean, it depends on where we are at any given time. But I think a really good answer to your question is um, just a story about a time we played a goth night. We've played some goth nights, and okay. we're not completely goth. You right. know, for anybody right. who's into, and there's different subcultures of mm-hmm. goth and Understood. subgenres. Yeah. So if you're if you're into like the Bauhaus and you know Sisters of Mercy type of goth we may have a little too much guitar for you. Right. Or okay. if you're, um, if you're into like the, the cradle of filth kind of goth, maybe we're just a little too light for you. You know, it's, it's, it's like Lisa was saying earlier, we're, it's almost like we're not heavy enough to, to play with these guys, but we're not light enough to play with these guys. So the real test and answer to your question was, uh, we played a goth night in Charlottesville a few years ago. 
And uh, we ha- <coughs> have a cover, a Depeche Mode cover, okay. on our first album. And you can only find it on the first album. Um, and Depeche Mode is more, you know, your 80s synthy synth pop stuff. Right. Well, we added guitars to it. So we're thinking, oh, my God, these guys are going to hate us. They're going to throw things at us. They're, you know, it's too much guitar. It's, we're ruining their song. <laughs> and we, when we write stuff or when we do uh, covers, and we've only done a couple, um, we try to keep enough of it so that the diehards right. love it. If we did um, a Motley Crue song or an Alice Cooper, let's say we did I'm 18 from, you yeah, know, from Alice um, Cooper, from Alice Cooper yeah. from, you know, decades ago, it would have to retain enough of that sound, the original sound, while we modernize it just a tad. Which is really cool. Yeah. Okay. And so we're not going to, we're not trying to ruin any songs, but some people can be very protective. We, we did a typo cover. Oh, yeah. Um, that's been yeah. kind of. Pre- <clears throat> Pretty well received, um, but we played uh, what was it? Strange Love, mm-hmm. and I th- I think one or two people came up to us. Like everybody dug it. Everybody dug the entire set. We thought we we might be too heavy for them in general, but everybody came up to us and, and a few people said, "Yeah, we weren't really sure how this was going to go when you first started that song, but we totally dug it." That's nice. Yeah. Um, and somebody else in Richmond, I think, had a radio station and they uh, we, they didn't know we were behind them, but they went up to the merch table and bought the CD and they're like, I'm playing this on my show tomorrow night. Nice. Like this is so it's it, we've had some decent reactions, but then a lot of people see the makeup. Yeah. Which we haven't talked about yet. That's what yeah, I was we're getting say. to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then. Uh, I we, think that's my favorite thing, though. I've, I yeah, say that all the time. Right. That's my favorite thing because people see us, and if they don't know us, they see us, and they see the way that, they, that you know we're presented, and we're, they're like, "Oh my god!" You can see it on their face. They're like, <laughs> yeah. "Oh, shoot. that in particular, right there." <laughs> yes, and that was good stuff. And I always say, especially for me, right? Especially for me because oh, yeah. I'm tiny and I'm a girl. And I'm in this, you know, we're all like whatever. And people, I feel like automatically are like, oh, Jesus, this is going to be a thing. <laughs> but I love, I love seeing it change yes. for them. Yeah. Like where. And you can like, see it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. You, you yep. can see it. She'll, and, s- she'll start and, and they'll be like, and then it's. Yeah. yeah, yeah, eyes wide. Like, yeah, yeah, you hear what I'm hearing? Yeah, yeah. Because she's, yep. you know, four foot nothing. <laughs> I'm at least five feet tall, okay? My license, it's a lie. It's, oh, wait, it's nobody can two. see this. She is six feet tall. Yes. I'm an Amazon. That's funny. Oh, my gosh. But I love it. I love seeing, I love seeing that because then you know that we really are making an impression. Yeah. Right? Yeah. If people, and I love seeing that like negative. Um, you know, first impression, if, as right. it were. It's not even really much of an impression if you're just if we haven't even played anything yet. But um, what whatever they've decided, we already are going to be, 
and then we are not anything, obviously, that they were expecting. Right. And right. I love that. That's so the, one of my the shell shot gig down in Florida at the VFW. Right. We got done. A couple of vets walked into the back room and they they looked at us and said, "We did not know what to expect with you all, but you all killed it." You that was great. Awesome. Yeah. It was. Like, man, that was. Yeah. Yes, that's man. They admitted they didn't know what it. they were going to get. And what they, was going to happen? <laughs> they loved it. They weren't there for us at all. They were over playing bingo or something, right. and they just kind of wandered in, and they yeah. were like. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yep. yeah, folks. You can get the look of, of 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 what they're talking about if you go online and check them out online. You know, they they do have you know some makeup going on to kind of give them a an edgier look. But it's it's you know to me when you see it, you kind of go, oh, yeah, that's interesting. You know, yeah. I mean, Kiss wore makeup for crying out loud, and they played disco. So let's don't put too much into that. Yeah. But, right. but but you're still guys, living it down. Yeah, no. <laughs> right. it, it, your guys' yeah. look is very cool. It's very neat looking. It's very interesting. I would use that word. And if you never heard a note that you played, you would automatically look at that and go, "Okay, I'd like to see what they play because I bet it's going to be cool." You know what I mean? Sorry, but I stepped on you. No, no, you're good. I was just going to ask what what gigs do you guys have upcoming? Yeah, if you want to talk what, about that a little bit, twenty four look like yeah, yeah. Me again. Uh, They're all looking at you, Dean. That's what I was, I'm like. <laughs> I know you got a couple coming He's the up. Business guy, we do have some coming up, but and we also have some more stuff coming up, but I don't think we're allowed to say yet. Okay, is yeah. that right? Yeah, but the I stuff I, you sent today. I, yeah, okay. but I'll. We can't get any there. breaking news on the uh, podcast. <laughs> yeah, that's what. Keep checking the website. That's why I'm looking yeah. at it. Like, the there, there's no announcement for that, but but we'll. Little teaser. Can we like allude to it? Yeah, we'll, we'll allude to it. But okay. we'll, I guess we'll mention the other, the more upcoming stuff first. Yeah, March. What you, what you got, Brian? March second, Zen West. There you go. In Baltimore. Yeah. Be returning there. There's something in April. April sixth will be Mechanicsburg, PA at Love's Draft Brewing. Oh yeah, yes. with Tommy Christ. That's gonna be yes. sweet. Mechanicsburg's just above Carlisle. Everybody, not a bad drive at all. No, mm. do it. Yeah. not at all. That's a that's an awesome. And that's where too. poison is from, in case you're wondering. So, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Is yeah. it really? Yeah. I have no. Yeah, idea. they grew up in the mean streets of Mechanicsburg. Oh my yeah. god, that's wow. funny. Yeah. Did not know. The second <laughs> is with um, a New York band called Vajra. Okay. And they have they just did a uh, cover of "Love Is a Battlefield" by oh, Pat Benatar. Yeah. That's really good. Mm. If you check that out. Yeah. So they're coming down. They're doing a little mini tour, like a three-day tour. Uh, I think they're, they're playing Dingbats up in Clifton, New Jersey. They're coming down, <laughs> playing with us, and then they're playing with, uh, or they're playing someplace else. I don't remember. Right. Um, and then the sixth in Mechanicsburg. That's with uh, Combo Christ, which is, I don't think they're. I don't know if they're German industrial, but they're in a, a Similar. big industrial band. Um, and a couple other like niche bands, yeah. uh, Cultist Black, uh, which just got off tour with Fear Factory and Static X, um, the guitar player in that. I won't name his name because they're not no, you know, they're one of those you're not supposed to know who we are kind of bands. Understood, yeah. Uh, but we played with him and his old band down in uh, Raleigh, North Carolina, years ago. So okay. we'll be meeting back up, um, and a couple other great bands there. The uh, thing that we're alluding to though is we're getting ready to go back on tour uh it'll be a midwest tour cool i would say where all the dates are but it has not been announced Understood. Yet, yeah so you got to keep that on wraps a little bit yeah, yeah it's not our tour otherwise sure you know, sure all yeah. bets be off but uh we've got some really cool things coming up and then um what else were we doing we're trying to get this new album done it's it's it takes us forever to get stuff done right 
It's, um, it takes time. Yeah. Yeah. But you can hear the work that goes into what we're doing. It's not like we're getting together and recording it all in one day and going, oh, it's good enough. We'll just put it out. Right. Yeah. No, it's not that at all. I got to know about the name. That's the one thing we haven't answered. And I've probably been pronouncing it wrong. It's Navarium or mm-hmm. Navarium. Navarium? Mm-hmm. Correct? Either, either or. Okay. Either works. Is, <clears throat> we'll what, answer to tell you. Me about, <laughs> tell me about that name. I mean, the origins of it. Does it have a background meaning that I don't, I'm not aware of? It does. It's it does. Again. They're looking at you again. Um, I, he was, I mean, because he's he's the OG. Like I said, he's got all the. I don't want to step on your toes. I can tell. I can tell the story, but I wasn't part of it. Gotcha. They yeah. came with the name before me. I mean, it's 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 kind of a cool story. For a while, we weren't telling every you know anybody. We would let people try to figure it out. Um, we're in Northern Virginia, so Nova. Nova. Gotcha. You know, um, prefix and then uh, Arium location. We're like located in, in Northern Virginia. Gotcha. And it sounds kind of gothy and yeah, it's a great it name. Does. It it's absolutely is. Yeah, I yeah, like Latin ish. It's so hard to come up with a good band name that sticks. Well, I will say this, and Ryan, you're you're going to be my uh, you know you're going to know I'm telling the truth on this. I say all the time, if bands need to find good names, go talk to people that play heavy music because they have the best names always. <laughs> It's like the bands that you named a while ago that you played with. Some of the coolest names ever. How do you, it's great, right, Ryan? Oh, my God, yeah. You Absolutely. Know. Jimmy's Meat Market, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. I should have took that name, man. Holy crap. Sorry, Shep. You were right. I was not right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's for sure. What did we yeah. miss, guys? Did we miss anything that uh, that we didn't get out there? I don't think so, unless you want to... I don't know how I don't know how long this is supposed to be, but I, unless you want to get into, <laughs> I own the show, so it's really okay. We can do whatever we want. <laughs> Which is it? The tour stories? Yeah, yeah we can, yeah. Let's have a tour story. Yeah, uh, yeah, we've had some times. Story. A couple of them would be fine. Yeah, go for it. Which one do you want to lead with? <laughs> I want. No, let me start with my favorite with Carrie, the Cincinnati oh, show. Yeah, All right, yeah, hit it. Okay. Let's go. So, I'm not sure why this happens to us quite frequently, honestly, that we end up playing in sex clubs. We really do. Like, okay. It has happened quite a lot. Um, we've we've headlined a few, like, um, what, what's it called? Like a conventions, I guess? BDSM. Okay. Like BDSM conventions. Okay. Um, which is interesting because nothing about any th- of our music or anything has anything to do with that. Um, I think it's just the way we look, and I think... We <laughs> we have like a good look to put on a poster yeah, for yeah, a thing. Yeah. I don't know, um, but one of our sh- well, let's see, we were on tour with Cyclone Nine and Echo Black, mm-hmm. and it was the last night of the tour. The f- previous couple of nights, uh, just regular bars, whatever in Pittsburgh, Philadelphia, whatever. We were up in Cincinnati for the last night, and we're. <laughs> We're coming up the steps, and I wish Carrie was here. He's never here when I tell the story either, <laughs> but I did ask him recently about it. Um, we're coming up the steps to the venue, and like you get to the top thing, and there's like these buckets, and there's like different wristbands and like colors, and it says like wear this one if you want to play, wear this one if you don't. And I was like, well, that's weird. Whatever. <laughs> I go up the next set of steps, and there's a clock on the wall with no numbers it's just different like silhouettes of like sex positions and i was like ha and i'm like taking pictures of it whatever <laughs> and we open the doors <laughs> to the venue and i'm like oh okay 
it's like very obviously a sex club, right? There's like, like, uh, what swings and shit hanging from <laughs> things. And Carrie, like Carrie's next to me and he's looking around. He's like, huh, <laughs> this is a really weird CrossFit gym. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> he was serious. Yes, he was. I asked him the other day. Cause I was like, I tell the story all the time, but like, did you really think it was a CrossFit gym? And he was like, yes. I did. And I was like, when did you realize that it wasn't? Oh and I God. think he t- said it was when we went in the the green room and the green room was like a like a room in the back that was like a medical fetish room. So it had like Oh wow. Random like there was like penis pumps like hanging out and stuff and we were like, What is what is this? And we had no idea going into it. So it made it even better because we were just like, wow and there was some stuff going on while we were playing, if I recall. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's great. Oh yeah, no, yeah, that was uh, where we had a merch booth set up, and if if you can imagine, like, you know, the Walmart ceilings, it's like a, a warehouse yeah, look. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, if you can imagine chains um, coming down and holding up chain link fences. So the chain link fences they use to make walls okay. instead of actually having walls that are attached to the ground, they would just hang the fences from the ceiling to separate it into rooms. Understood. Yeah. But you can still see through it, right? It was literally chain link, wasn't it? For the most part, but not the room that I'm getting ready to oh, talk okay. about behind the merch booth. Okay. Cause they had, um, they had some privacy, like <laughs> cloth privacy. or something yeah. up there in quotes. Yeah. 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 And there was like a, a stripper pole in the middle of the room too. Uh huh. And it was a fairly large room, but the music's playing. It's loud. And me and our uh, former bass player were standing at the merch booth. And of course, people come up and, hey, you know, you know, sign in, whatever. And I just, I kept hearing <laughs> over the music. Wow. And I'm going, I, I'm not wearing earplugs, so I, sh- I probably should. Maybe it's just my, you know, my hearing. Yeah, you know, yeah. You know. My body's telling me, shutting down, like, you need to wear <laughs> earplugs or whatever. So I walk around the corner and I look, and it's a sex room set up behind us. And there's, you know, somebody in there getting paddled. <laughs> wow. Like, just full wow. out, full throttle and enjoying it, I guess. I don't know. I didn't see any tears. <laughs> I only looked a couple seconds. <laughs> That's the next album cover, man. I'm telling you. I just hit. Yeah, right? Our, our bass player is like, anything? And I'm like. <laughs> That's going to be the new title no. of the next album is, <laughs> this is a weird CrossFit gym. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. Oh, Lord. <laughs> and you wonder why I wanted to be part of this. There it is. hundred percent. Oh, you're just, yeah, you're just in it to go I'm to waiting. the, go to the, <laughs> it's like, like spinal tap smell the glove or something. I can't, it's Will unreal. you, I'd be remiss if we didn't ask you, if we didn't have you explain how you came into the band. Yeah, we got to yeah. do that. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Before we end. Well, I remember getting a text from somebody asking if I wanted to be a, uh, a guitar fill in. For a, uh, a gig that was kind of far away. Yeah. <laughs> so that's where it started. That, that I, I learned the music in a couple of weeks and went to a rehearsal and got on a plane, went down. And we, we did a show and I was uh, uh, basically a, a sub for a little while and things happen, changes. Yeah. And basically let them know that I was interested if they wanted to make a permanent move and 
they were gracious enough to accept that. How far away was that first trip? Florida. Florida. Wow. Orlando. Wow. Yeah. Good stuff. Yeah. So you were committed. You showed commitment right from the beginning. Right out of the gate. Yeah. And then we missed the gate at the airport. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Me and Brian missed Getting it. Getting there. Oh, my God. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. That was a time. But yeah. they, thankfully, we got another flight in yeah. like an hour yeah. or two. But like that was. I think that was some crazy luck. That, that was. was. Small airport. Yeah. That was crazy luck to be able to make it on time. Yeah, that was a. <laughs> well, that guys, was this this has been great. I mean, it's been so great, and you guys have such a cool story to tell, and you're pros. You guys are pros, and you can tell. And it's, um, I just think there's so much cool stuff that's going to be happening for you guys, and I think you already know that. I'm not telling you anything you don't already know, but uh, but thanks for sharing on this thing, man. I really do appreciate that. No, thanks yeah. for having yeah, us. Thanks for having. Thank us. you for having us. Oh my, yeah, of course. It's, I just had one last thing, Brian. Yeah, go right ahead. I'd love to know where our great listeners can find you yes. guys. Reach yeah, out to you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, uh, rehab. We're like, <laughs> oh. Uh, <laughs> oh. So oh, we, Megan, sex rooms. We also didn't, yeah, <laughs> <Sex> <laughs> just <laughs> look for us at your local sex club. BDSM, that's all you got. Right. We recently, um, well, I guess, I can't remember when we actually signed with DI. <clears throat> so we did sign in with um, a record label, and they have taken over our distribution. So we are able to be found on pretty much everything. Yes. Spotify, Apple Music, all your streaming services. Um, and then a lot of them that I've never even heard of. There was yeah. like a list of yeah. like 77 some streaming services. Uh, yeah. The video services as well. So yeah. like YouTube yeah. and whatnot. But um so we are pretty accessible. You can yeah. find us anywhere. Awesome. And shout out to DI Records in Dakota because yes. yeah. they've been fantastic. Our the CEO uh, Dakota has been amazing. Um, actually, cares. Um, he courted us for a while, and we actually I don't know if we we said no, but we were just kind of skeptical. We had management for a yeah, while. We, we were you know we've been burned on some things. Um, it just, you know, we've had some bad experiences along the way. So, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So, novariumband.com, um, all the socials, um, all the streamings, all the, all the streamings. Yeah. YouTube. Yeah. All yeah. the, all the dates, Definitely all the things. Yeah. All the things. <laughs> uh, Ryan, I'm glad you got them when you did because, I mean, quite honestly, they may not have time to do much else after. I'm telling you, I think it's going to be Timing is everything. Busy. Yeah, I'm telling you. We've been around for it, 10 years, it, so hit us up. I would say, let's. <laughs> 10 more years. <laughs> let's we'll catch right up here. again and do some yeah, more. Part of this. two. We'll get you back in for a part two because I think you guys are going to have a lot more cool stories to tell and, and there's going to be a lot of things to bring up and Anytime. talk about. Please stay in touch and send us out everything that you want to get out there. If we can help you, make sure you let us do that for sure. You got yeah, it. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, absolutely. You guys are amazing. Thank you, guys. Oh, yeah. no, no. Thank glad you. to do it. Glad to do it. Happy to do it. Um, but thank you for joining us. Ryan, do you got anything we missed, brother? I know you're smiling at me. You like that, uh, you like that trivia question. I'm going to do oh, that. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to do that trivia question, but I got to jump here. Help me move this over here. I got to move my soapbox over here. Uh-oh. And I'm going to jump up on top. Here we go. I'm going to get up on top of my, my, my soapbox. <laughs> yeah, it is a little bit of a rant time, Winchester. I'm a little bit disappointed in you, man. You know, I told uh, I told the folks sitting around the table that uh, growing up, for those of you that are my age, you must have said it a million times that you wish you had places to go locally that you could see national acts and big acts that you could go check out without having to drive all the way to Landover, Maryland, or Columbia, Maryland, or wherever it may be and down in D.C. to go see them. And we've got one of those, and we've got a big one here. And the last dozen, sh- half well, I haven't been to a dozen, but the last half dozen shows that I've been there 
We are getting meager crowds, folks, and there's no excuse for it. I'm tired of it. You guys got to support this stuff, okay? It's my life work to try to do this. I want to make sure that I'm helping at all times, and this is what I dedicated myself to. I don't expect everybody to do it to that level, but buy a damn ticket and go see these people that are working their brains out and building these big buildings for us to enjoy ourselves in, and you're sitting at home scratching watching TV. Stop it. Stop it. Go buy a damn ticket and go see Navarium the next time they're nearby or go see Barker and Schuster or whoever it may be that's around. Go see them and stop talking about it. And people say, well, it's the wrong genre of music. We got to get more country. BS. I've been to the country shows. It's the same amount of people coming out. You have no excuse. Get out and do it and start supporting this around here because COVID shows us how quickly something can be taken away from you. So get out there and spend your money. And take some people to go see some shows and stop being selfish. Am I right about that, Ryan? Amen, brother. Let's get down with it. I'm tired of it. So stop it, you bunch of morons. Now listen to the show next week if you don't mind, too. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> no, but I don't mean the moron part of it, but you know what I mean. So anyway. All right. I'm going to get back to the uh, to the trivia question. Voyager 1 and 2 was launched in 77. It was filled with sights and sounds of culture of life here on Earth. It's been out there ever since. What was the only rock and roll song to be included? Anybody have a guess? Iron Butterfly? That's a great one. In a God of DeVita, but not the right answer. It is Johnny Be Good from Chuck Berry. That's the actual song. That's the only song to be included. It's kind of odd. That's a great song. Everybody knows it. It is in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, uh, but it was never a number one, which is interesting. It went as high as number two, but it was never a number one. So, you know, I I don't know what the choice, the whole, you know, it's a great choice. I'm not saying it's wrong, but it's surprising to me. I didn't think it would be that one. So Hmm. anyway, again, folks, I don't own rights to those questions. So please impress all your friends if you want to at your next cookout. (laughs) You can use that if you want to. We're going to jump off here. We appreciate everybody jumping in. Got to give a shout out to Chris Gray, our producer, man. He always makes us sound great each and every week. We appreciate your time, Chris. Love you out there. Uh, In the meantime, folks, be sure to make it back here next week. We've got more great bands to listen to, so make sure you check in with us. And until then, if you're out driving around in your net left lane and you're not passing anybody, I'm mad at you. Stop it. And until then, peace.